We are Gold Ivy, a health company dedicated to simplifying health and wellness. Tune in as we search to find the deep, real, and raw truth. We're here to talk big, no room for small talk. It is our mission to inspire, seek growth, simplify the action steps, and build confidence. You decide what works for your daily life and how to transform our lessons into your gold. Are you ready to step into your power? Now is the time. Join us on the fearless pursuit of self-discovery and growth. This is Ivy Unleashed, a Gold Ivy production. Vulnerable story alert. This message is for any person struggling with the embarrassment of body hair and or underarm odor. I've never shared this before, so bear with me. I am a hairy person. I was teased as a kid because of my dark, hairy legs. I've always had to manage a dark upper lip or mustache as a female, and I've had to shave my armpits every single day since I was a teenager. I'm also a big sweater. I swear I sweat when I think. And recently, one of my armpits started to smell like onions anytime it sweat. See, I told you this is a very vulnerable message. But I wanted to let you know about a few services I found that have changed my life. The first is for my Minnesota peeps. If you're in Minnesota and you are interested in laser hair removal, laser skin rejuvenation, aesthetic procedures, or incredible skincare products, Envy Skin Clinic in Maple Grove and Eden Prairie are the places to be. I have basically had them remove hair from every part of my body besides my head. Talk about a vulnerable experience. But I feel so comfortable there and they make it affordable with no interest payment plans. I have saved so much time now that I am not spending hours a week shaving and I am so much more comfortable in a bathing suit not having to worry about my wild body hair everywhere. It's amazing. The laser technicians are knowledgeable, friendly, and very professional. 10 out of 10, I would recommend giving them a call or stopping in if you live in Minnesota or anywhere drivable. Their website is nvskinclinic.com to learn more about their services. And the other service is MiraDry. It's a treatment for your underarms that greatly reduces sweating. I have had one treatment so far and I am a new woman. I can officially wear colored shirts without pit stains for the first time in decades and my armpits no longer smell. MiraDry uses thermal energy that targets and eliminates the sweat glands in your underarm. It is the only FDA cleared treatment that can dramatically reduce underarm sweat by addressing the root cause of excessive sweat and its accompanying odor, not the symptoms. So if you're like me and you have had to worry about pit stains from your sweat, excessive sweating when you're even resting, or planning your day around sweating, MiraDry is your solution. I absolutely love my MiraDry experience at the Eden Prairie, Minnesota location. You can find a clinic that provides MiraDry all over the U.S., so head to MiraDry.com to see where the closest location is for you. Thank you for letting me share this vulnerable information with you. I am walking proof that these two services are life-changing. Nobody should have to be embarrassed about their bodies, period. And if you want more information, both services will be linked in the show notes, and you can also message me directly to chat more about it. So let's talk about Turn Up Dance Fitness. What does it look like? No, let's let's start with where it started mm-hmm. and how it's gotten to the empire that it is now. So take us back to 
you're teaching and you're like, no, 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 there's more. I'm going to follow this calling on my heart. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jeez. It is, <laughs> it is so crazy to even call it an empire. Like it is, it really is becoming something real. And that is so cool. But I started in network marketing and I was a Zumba teacher on the side. Like that's, that was all again, tunnel. Like that's all I knew. That was the only option for dance fitness. And if we go back to when I first got out of college and I was feeling what I would call depressed, no motivation, wanted to sleep. I remember calling my mom and being like, this is not, I, this is not, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm doing. And her being like, pursue that dance thing that you got certified in, like focus on that. Knowing dang well that that wasn't going to make me money, that that wasn't going to, you know, that wasn't my main job. That's what she told me to do. And I remember like, I can imagine it like a movie of being in like alleyways of making choreo to um, like, oh my God, by Usher. Like, oh my, like in the freaking alleyways. Baby, let me love you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Learning all the choreo, like just, I remember that is what got me up. It woke me up. And still to this day, that's my message. Like dance fitness woke me up and brought me back to life. And it was my side thing for the longest time because I was a teacher and a coach. And that was what I thought I was supposed to be that that's what I had to do. That was having integrity was doing those things first and and dance fitness on the side. But my classes, even back then, like they were packed. They were like line out the door because of the culture that I created in my classroom and the love, the love and community that was created from being in there. So when I started to pursue network marketing, when I would, you know, I would teach, I would coach, I would come home, I would learn about how to build a business online through network marketing. And I was obsessed. I was obsessed with the idea that I could potentially earn enough money to quit my job and do what I loved every day. And I think like money was not ever my motivation. My motivation was I want to wake up in the morning and love what I'm doing. I want to wake up in the morning and be obsessed with what I get to work on, not be counting down the minutes of every single period of the hour, first period, second period, third period. Like I did that when I was a student, let alone become a teacher and do the same damn thing. Anyways, so I, I just wanted to be obsessed with what I was doing and I was going to stop at nothing to make that happen. And so I bounced around in trying new ways to pursue that. And I, I, I got really good at what I was doing, but I still wasn't fulfilled. Like it still wasn't all me. Like it was, it was network marketing, but there was a piece missing. So I remember feeling like low. I had just gotten a divorce. I was 30 and I was like, what the hell am I doing? Here I am again. Like, who do I think I am? I'm, I'm barely paying my rent. Actually, I might've been sleeping in my parents again. Gosh, darn it for the greatest parents ever. <laughs> but I remember then being like, you know what? I'm turning 30. I could sit here and sulk of like, I'm not where I thought I would be, or I could do something freaking epic. I could party. And, and I think I did probably party, but that what I decided to do was something different. Like 
if you want something different, you got to do something different. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop offering other people's workouts and I'm going to start making my own. I'm going to create my own community and I'm going to do this 30 day challenge. I'm turning 30 dirty. 30 is what we're going to call it. It's going to be $30 and 30 minute workouts. Everything's going to be 30, 30, 30. And I offered it. I had been building a YouTube channel with like my own choreo for a little while. And I had a decent following. People knew I, I loved dance fitness because again, like no matter where I was at, like that was my passion. And I shared that and people knew that. So I, I remember going on my story and being like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Do you want in? And I probably had, I don't know, 10 people who said they would be a part of the 30 day challenge. And then that came to an end. And those people were like, well, what now we want more. And when I, when I offered the first 30 day challenge, I had no workout. I I collected money and I had no workouts. created. (laughs) I had no freaking idea what I was going to do. And people need to know that. Like I knew I was going to make something great happen. I knew I was a teacher and a coach. Like I knew I could bring people together. I knew my strengths and I also let them know, I think it's okay to not be the expert to be like, trust me, I'm going to give you everything I've got, but also I need your help in building this. And I think that is where an empire was created because their, their ownership is in turn up just as much as mine. Even the people who are coming in now, like we always have things to work on. We're always growing. Like you stepping up to the plate impacts the direction we're going. So we need you to, to help us. And I think people want to play the expert that doesn't need anybody. And you're, you're the expert coaching people where I was like, I'm building a team to build this empire. Do you want in? And and if you're in, there's going to be requirements and there's going to be a standard and you're going to have to show up and I'm going to give you everything I got to. And so we just kept doing 30 day challenges, 30 day challenges, 30 day challenges until I needed a website because we had so many workouts and you figure it out. Like I have no, I had no freaking idea what I was doing. I still, there's so many things that I'm like, man, I got to figure out how to do this. And my biggest flex is that no matter what, where we go, like I care about my people. And when you are doing what you love and you care about the people you're serving, like you're gonna do it. When you care about people, you're going to make things happen. But like, So many people are focused on how can I get, how can I get, how can I get more people to like this post? How can I get more people to buy this program rather than like, no, how can you give? What do these people need? How can you show up for them? You get what you give. And about one year in to doing those workouts, I had some of the leaders within the turn up saying like, we need an instructor program. And I remember being like, there's already instructor programs. You don't, we don't need that. Like, who am I again? Who are we to think that we have something special enough to be its own format? Like every, like there's a ton of formats. Just go join that. I was, I was sending people to other people's formats to become an instructor. Like I loved being an instructor, but here's where you go to do that. And even when I started, like, even I was like, okay, you want it. We're in this, we need it. I would love to do that. Let's, let's make it happen. And I remember spending hours and hours writing up the manual and having no idea what set us apart. Like not no idea, knowing there was something there, but not knowing how to put it into words. And what you do is, you know, enough, you put yourself into it 
and you start creating and then you figure it out. Like now, now there's nothing, there's nobody out there that has what turn up offers. And I can say that with confidence and I can tell you exactly what sets us apart. But when I started and I was even my first training, I was like, here we go, guys, like we're doing this, but we're going to, we got to figure it out. And I, that is my constant message is like, you have to do it to figure it out. You're, you're sitting there waiting to know the answers, but that's the only way that I know how to get the answers is by doing it without knowing them. Mm -hmm. Um, so we have grown so much and the instructor there, I really feel like I had no idea what I was doing when I started. And now I feel like there's no instructor program that can touch us. Like I truly feel that. And I've only said that on here. So don't tell that to too many people <laughs> because I don't want to like, you know, I don't want, I support everybody and everyone is killing it in their own way, but no one can touch us. So. Tansy, this airs in 61 countries. So I think you're kind of screwed and it's okay to own that. <laughs> it's okay anyone, to guys. own that. Hi, I'm Britt, the creator and founder of PNTY, granola bars that say please and thank you. I started this company to remind people the power of manners and respect. Even when we don't agree with someone or care for them, we can still show them respect. And through that respect, we can strengthen our community. We love your granola and bars, and their names are so cute. The Golden Rule, Pardon Me, You're Welcome, Sharing is Caring. We're curious why you decided to share this message with granola bars specifically. It's a fun, easy, daily way to share an important message. My products are especially crafted in a way to be inherently good for you. Pantry-friendly ingredients, well-balanced, and packaged in an earth-friendly way. It's full circle. Take care of yourself. Be mindful of your community. Think about your earth. They are simply a daily reminder of that. Love that. Your Yes Please Granola has officially made me a breakfast person. It's hands down the best granola I've ever had. I pair it with Greek yogurt, berries, and chia, and I look forward to it every morning with my coffee. I love that it's gut-friendly, being gluten-free, and has a dairy-free option, too. Britt, where can our listeners find your delicious granola, and what kind of deal can you give them? You can find me on Instagram at ptygranolaco, and order from my shop page, www ptygranolacompany.com. Ivy Unleashed listeners can use this promo code Gold Ivy at checkout for a 10% discount. Amazing. Thank you, Britt. Nice use of manners, Brooke. Thank you. <laughs> I truly treasure new connections and I'm so excited when I get to make granola bars and I'm able to share a snack food that I believe wholeheartedly in. So grab my granola bars and granola whenever you want, but make sure to use your manners. Please and thank you. Well, I think part of just jumping in and getting this whole thing started and where you're at now is, is exactly a message that you've shared a lot in your podcast and on social media where it's like, stop playing small and become her. Like you don't need to wait anymore. And so I would love for you to talk and elaborate about why people need to stop waiting and how you become her. Whew. So I would say that that is like my biggest piece of advice truly is to become the version of yourself that you want to be right now. Like, how does she dress? How does she speak? How does she post on social media? How does she eat? 
And I heard this today, like you've got to make decisions the way that the next level version of you makes decisions. Like if you're making decisions based on the person you are now or the person you were before, you're not going to move forward. Like you have to make decisions the the way that the next version of you is making them. And even to like today, I needed to hear that. I was like, yes, Tance, because decisions are, can, can paralyze me. I don't know about you guys, but there's a lot of decisions to be made all the time. I specifically remember like a time in my life where I wanted to hit this goal. And I remember, I remember I was watching this girl. Um, her name is Ashley Molstead. I don't know if you guys follow her on Beach Body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But she's like a very, she's a body positive, love yourself, um, no matter what type of person. And she's very real and authentic. And I remember she would like swear on her story. And she would like laugh and, and even drink a little bit. And I was like, wow, when I, when I get that many followers, I'm going to be myself like that. And, and then finally it hitting me like, no dude, like you have it all wrong. It, you have it in reverse. Like you've got to start showing up like that now to get that following. And I think we all make that mistake. Like we all make that mistake of when I lose 10 pounds, when I have this many followers, when I know what I'm doing, you don't, you're never going to know. And there's always going to be questions and there's always going to be the next thing. And when I was able to, I remember looking in the rear view mirror, like I, I was at the bank, first of all, that was obviously a long time ago. I don't, go, I don't go to the bank anymore, but I remember looking in the mirror and being like, okay, we're done waiting. I literally remember this moment, like become her now. And I just like sat up taller. I like turned up my music and I was like, Hey, I'm her. A couple days later, I hit the goal I was trying to hit and my business started to take off. And I was I just remember from that moment, like momentum, just building and building and building. And the thing is too, though, I get lost in forgetting that I go back to the old me. I go back to making decisions like the old me. I go back to making everyone else feel comfortable and, and not wanting to cause conflict. And I have to remind myself, okay, look in the mirror, chest up. How does the next level version of you show up? And it's, What's tough is you keep hitting those next levels and then you're like, what is next? Like, what is my next level and what do I need to do? And I think that's just my biggest piece of advice is whatever you're waiting to become, embody it now. And I feel like it's said all the time now, like everyone says that and you've probably already heard that before from other people. But what I need you to listen right now, people, is that. I want you to ask yourself, like, are you really doing that? Are you walking like her? Are you even, I didn't used to think that clothes even mattered. Like, I don't care about what I'm wearing. I forget about all that stuff. Like, I'm just like, let me just put it on and get to work. But even the way I dress myself, the way I'm eating my food, like that's all a level of self-respect and who the, who you deserve to step into. So yeah, I will preach that all day. 
And, and I need to hear it myself. So thanks for making me remind myself. <laughs> it's so good. It's you're closer to the future you than you think. And like yeah. you said, you're one decision away. And I think where the magic comes from when you do that is the energy you're putting out in the universe. You're attracting what you're putting out. It's law yes. of attraction. It's manifesting. But you have to believe that you're capable of achieving those, of deserving those things. And yeah. it, it shifts your mindset. Like by you putting your chest up, Tony Robbins says like your chest up, like you're 0.5 millimeters away from F U to O F. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. That's something that stuck with me is like the confidence, the energy, everything we've been saying this whole time. It's what are you radiating? Cause that's what you're attracting. Those are the people you're attracting. Are you pouring out love? Because that's what you're getting in return. Like you get what you give. Yeah. And that, I think so many people are doing what the checklist of what successful people are telling them to do. Like, oh, well, I'm showing up on social media one time a day or five times a day. Like they told me and I'm creating an email list and I'm doing this and this. And it's like, there is a certain extent of which showing up is very important on the hard days. Showing up is all that matters, you know, but the difference now there's so much noise out there. I'm not going to post a post just to check it off my list. Like I'm in the energy of which I want to put out or else I'm not doing it. And therefore that means that I got to get myself in the energy of doing it because not doing it is not an option. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, you can tell like Brooke and I post four times a day on TikTok and when we don't have the energy, wow. the views are low. Like, it's like, I didn't even mean that one. Or you know what I mean? It's like, or yeah. you're tired. So you do like a nature picture with a quote on it that took no time, but like you wanted to post. It's so true. Like when we, when my hair is flipping and we're wild and we're laughing, like it doesn't even need to have any message, but it's the energy. And it's, yes. it's so true. I love that advice because it is, it is important to show up. Yeah. Consistency does matter. And that is something that Brooke and I really value and we feel like is a strength. But I love what you said, like get in that energy before you're even thinking about videoing yourself. Like what's the point if you're not authentically feeling that energy? That's such great advice. Yeah. Shout out to you guys, man. Four <laughs> TikToks a day. That's amazing. And this you said airing in 61 countries, like that's so badass. Thank Congratulations. You. Hey, it's because of badasses like you that so we true. get the pleasure of uplifting and speaking to, like, this is what moves people. You're, yes, you move physically and <laughs> dance and you're freaking amazing. But seeing that and that energy, but also talking about what people don't see is yeah. the showing up and it's not glamorous and the sacrifices that you're making, but why it's worth it because you feel like you, you wake up and it's not work. You're on fire. You have one life to live. Mm -hmm. And ultimately it's your choice of how you're living it. Are you going to step yeah. into your power? Are you going to settle? Like what needs to shift? How do you need to show up? Is it, you need to raise your chest a little, you need to, you know, put the girls out. What do you got to do? You need to, you need to go to Tansy's TikTok. <laughs> you need to watch the TikTok and you, you get all the energy and then you can figure out what you want to do next. I feel like that's move number one. Yeah. So where can people find you? I feel like we kind of already told them, but where can people find you if they want to follow you or they're interested in getting to be a part of Turn Up? Where do they go? So my Instagram and TikTok are both um, at Turn Up with Tansy. 
And then our new website is turnupdancefitness.com. And yeah, I, we have, um, an instructor training. It's all virtual coming up. I think we open October 23rd. So I'm not sure when, when people will see this, but October 23rd registration opens for that. It's our last instructor training of the year, but it actually, it makes me feel really good that you say that I give you energy because sometimes I feel like what, when you show up and you're just dancing, like I think a lot of people might relate to whatever it is that you're doing. That is your craft. Sometimes you're like, well, what's my, people aren't taking how to's away from this. Like I'm not giving them a, how to do this, this, and this, like what's my value that I'm providing. And I think you telling me that you get energy from me just showing up in what I love, like that's confirmation in itself that I need to keep doing what I'm doing. Because again, like I question it too. I'm like, I need to probably do more. Like I'm on, on myself, but like you saying you just showing up in your energy gives us energy. That Mm -hmm. is, that's it. Like, that's it. Well, if they want to really learn the moves, they can become an instructor and they'll learn your moves. But I mean, it is, it's hard to put in words, but it, it doesn't really matter what you're wearing when you watch it because you're like, I don't know how to say it, but like an aura is coming from you. You're literally between like two cars or you're in your living room or you're, it doesn't matter. Like it literally doesn't matter because your body is moving in a way that is just owning their gift. And so it's like, it's so hard to put in words. You just have to watch it because Elvis, did you guys watch the movie Elvis? Not yet. Yes. And we were talking about your podcast episode of you depicting it because I was like, oh my gosh, yes. The way you talked about the universe moving through him and that's you. Well, I feel so I could, yes, like I could relate to that in Elvis being, he's like, I just have to move my hips like this. The, the music is just making this happen. <laughs> and like I said, it was the universe moving through him. And I think when you can find that thing, like don't, it might not be dance. It might be something completely different, but what makes you feel like you got to do it, you have to pursue that. Not Maybe not for a living, but for your own sanity and therapy. And in turn, the way you can serve, like, by just showing up in your gift. Yeah. What gives you energy? Like, what do you get lost in? And I think you can't make a change if you don't have energy. Like that's the first and foremost. So that's why you need to follow Tansy. (laughs) Check her out. Get some energy. Dance with her. If dance is your thing, you need to come to Minneapolis. Can we get a, can we get a class up here? Yeah. That's probably, I'm in Chicago now. So that's probably closer to me, huh? Six hours. Oh my God. We'll drive. We'll make the drive. You let us know because we would love that. Yes. That'd be amazing. We'll bring a whole caravan. (laughs) (laughs) We already have friends who are like, is she, does she live here? We're like, no. (laughs) (sighs) All right, Tansy, we just want more of you. And so we're going to keep moving into our last segments of the show, which the first one is your three gold stars. You've probably gotten this from me already from this whole conversation, but one is to just not let anyone talk you out of what's on your heart and what your passion is and what your dream is there. If you think about everybody in the world who has had success and done 
great things and made an impact. Like they didn't get yeses right away. They didn't have support right away. They probably actually have a story of coming up from like being told no more than once. And so the difference there is that they didn't let people talk them out of what they wanted and what they knew was a part of their journey. So just stop listening to everybody else and do it because you love it. Like if whatever it is that you do, because there's no, there's no need for applause. There's no need for money to be made. Like that is important. You'll find a way to make that happen, but you would do it without that. Like what, don't stop doing that. Don't let the world take that away from you. So that's my first one. You get what you give. And I'm just going to reiterate that again. When you show up to give, it will come back to you in ways that you can't see. And then three, just to add on to that, I think we can get so wrapped up in tunnel vision of what we think we're supposed to do, what we think it's supposed to look like, and maybe what everyone else thinks is what is supposed to happen. And one of the biggest pieces of advice that I've gotten is to stop looking in such tunnel vision of what it is exactly supposed to look like, because you're going to miss what it could look like if you don't open your mind to that. And by, you know, being persistent on what you want to happen and the impact you want to make, that's one thing, but be flexible in the strategy and the way that you get there and know that there's, there's no wrong, like there's no way that you can make a mistake enough to take you off of the path that you're supposed to be on. Like it's all happening on purpose and you have to open your mind. Like, I don't have a five-year plan. I don't have a 10-year plan. Like I'm going to serve the way that I need to serve in five years, whatever that looks like. I'm going to keep serving until that leads me to the next way that I need to serve. And when you live like that, like you make things happen and things come to you, I think. So really opening your mind to what it could look like. Yeah. And those impulses of what feels good because the next move will like, become aware to you. I feel like when you're so focused on one thing, like you said, you miss the bigger picture. You miss what it could have been. Like it could have been so much more and when you yeah. just go with what feels right, you keep attracting more of what's right. And yeah. you just got a bomb ass so life. <laughs> so many, so many people get so focused on the outcome mm-hmm. of like, even in my instructor training, I'll use that as an example. Like they are like, okay, well, what happens once I get my certification? I need to know how much this is, what this has. And I'm like, you haven't even built the strength to know how you're going to approach that when that comes yet. Like I could give you those answers, but I refuse because (laughs) you're not ready for that yet. Go through, focus on what's in front of you. You only, you have the strength to deal with what's in front of you. And then when we get to that, you're going to know exactly what to do because you will have done what we've already done here. And so many people are like, well, what happens when this, well, you haven't even done this part yet. So how are you going to stop? going in that cycle Mm -hmm. of what happens next and do the job. And that will build the strength for you to handle what's next. Yes. I think there's like a trust in that, like trusting you're where you're meant to be. You give that 100%. 
And I also like the idea of being open to like limitless possibilities, the, the expected and the unexpected, right? Because there's beauty in that Mm -hmm. because it's like, you're on the right path. Yes. But there could be things like you said that you never even see coming, which is actually really exciting to think about. Yeah. Like what's going to reveal itself. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yes. All right. Well, next is Unleashing Ivy. These are rapid fire surprise questions that Tansy doesn't know we're about to ask. You want me to go first? Sure. Okay. Very excited. All right. So my question has to do with kind of insecurity. You know, we all have insecurities. Everybody does. But I remember hearing in one of your podcasts something about, you know, people not wanting to stand by you because they're so intimidated, right? And so I kind of want you to speak to her, to the the woman that is afraid to show up to class because of what she's going to look like or standing next to Tansy. Absolutely not. I'm going in the back. I don't, don't look at me. I don't want to be seen. You know, what message do you, like, what would you say to her encouraging her to show up? Hmm. This is probably not what that person wants to hear, but no one's looking at you. (laughs) Um, First of all, like no one is judging us as much as we think they are judging us. Everyone is focused on themselves, especially in that situation. Like, so I wouldn't worry so much about what they're thinking about you because they're probably not thinking about you as much as you think they're thinking about you. (laughs) Secondly, I think every, just what we just talked about, everything is an opportunity. And when you look at life that way, when you look at everything as an opportunity, you just make things happen. You could look at it as this is going to make me look bad, or you could look at it as, wow, this is a, I get to dance next to someone who lives for this. Like she lives for this. There's no way this is not going to be an experience of a lifetime. And I get to experience it right here and get better. I get to get better or whatever it is. Like, it's just flipping the narrative of the stories we're telling ourselves. I, I think it's hard to do. It is hard to do. So even I'm in, I'm learning these things all over again, while I just moved to Chicago, I'm having to coach myself through that. Like, you know, I, (laughs) I'm like, I have to find a, a new dentist. I have to find a new lash place. I have to find a new, this, this, and this. And I have to meet new friends. I have to start all over. But if I flip that narrative, it's like, I get to explore an entirely new place. Like I get the opportunity to be somewhere completely different that I never thought was possible. I get to go meet people that I never would have gotten to meet if I didn't do this. Like the possibilities are endless and I get to do this. And the language that we speak on that changes our lives the way you speak on your life is the way you're going to live your life for sure. Absolutely. So what are you focusing on? That's what I'm hearing you say. And the conscious choice to reframe and reframe and reframe and reframe because over and over again, those thoughts are automatic. Yeah. And that's, I think people think they're different for having those thoughts. And it's like, you're not different. Everyone has them. It's just who's overcoming them and who's letting them, become them. Like those thoughts aren't you. They're, they're fear, which is not, it's over here. Like you can watch it and you can observe it. Mm -hmm. Are you attaching meaning to it? That doesn't need to be. Oh, so powerful. I love that. Okay. My question is also to 
someone to that someone who is listening that hears how much you are on fire, the energy you have, how much you love what you're doing. Like you found your niche and that person that is just kind of confused with where they're at. They don't know what their move is, but they want what you have. What would you tell them? Two things come to my mind instantly. So I think the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So even though I'm on fire and doing what I love, like when I was a teacher and I was doing a, a lesson on grammar and I'm, I'm, I am kind of passionate about that, but not extremely passionate about it. I found a way to insert my passion into what had to be done and therefore make it something I was passionate about that I could give my all to. So like I, I'm doing the, everything that I possibly can with my full heart, like with everything I'm, that's how I'm living. So like, if you do that, I think you will reveal to yourself what you're capable of and what you like and what you don't like, but you have to go balls to the wall. You have to allow yourself to go full out to figure out what you're capable of. Like that there's that. Secondly, I heard this the other day and I, I loved it so much. Someone, someone was asking like, where do I start? Where do you begin? And Eric Thomas said, go back to where you quit. Go back to where you stopped before. Like, where was it that you gave up on yourself? Where was it that you decided that you couldn't go any further? Where was it that you um, justified that you didn't need to do that anymore, that you didn't even want that anymore? Where did you quit and go back to that and start there? And I thought that was so good. Mm -hmm. I love that. So many ways to look at it. I love that too, because it's, you can start over. You know, you don't have to, yeah, I think people think, well, I'm already this far into my career and I'm comfortable and I have this salary. Like I can't start over, but it's like, actually you can, (laughs) (laughs) you actually totally can. And it's scary, but you can. Yes. All right. And last question, Tansy, I just want to say that because I can't believe I'm talking to you. Tansy, uh, what is one thing you wish you knew sooner? One thing I wish I knew sooner, man, that is such a, a question that I should know the answer to. I don't know that there's anything that I wish I would have known sooner. If I could speak to the version of myself that didn't know that I'd be here, it would be, you're going to make it happen. And every, everything that you thought was a letdown is actually setting you up for where you're supposed to be. So I wish I could talk to the old version of myself and say like, that happened on purpose, that happened on purpose. And you thought that you were getting told no, but really it was redirecting you to get you to where you were going to be at an even greater power. And I think a lot of times we want it sooner than it's supposed to happen. And it's all coming right on time. And that's so annoying to say as advice, like it's the worst thing to hear because you're like, F you, it's easy for you to say because you're blah, blah, blah. But if I look back at everything I've been through, like I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I didn't, if that no, or that letdown or that person walking out of my class and screaming, you suck. Like 
if all that didn't happen to me, I wouldn't have had the fuel to do my own thing. I'd be working for someone else if I got that opportunity. So everything you think that isn't happening for you on the timeline that you want it to happen for you is setting you up for something bigger if you allow it to. Oh, Chels. <laughs> Chels, Chels, Chels. Ah, oh, this has been amazing. Yes. You guys are amazing. Ugh. This is like, this is why we started doing what we're doing is to talk to people exactly like you, Tansy. Like I could cry and I probably will because I always do, but you are the epitome of strength and vulnerability and just being a woman and embodying who you are, who you're meant to be. And then talking about all the shit you had to go through to be here, right? Because if you go through it and all you show is the pretty version and like you are ripped and beautiful and a great freaking dancer. But if you don't talk about how you got there, like what is the point, right? It, like I'm so grateful that you're here talking about you as a human being and that you have your podcast with your sister. I love her so much. I love Chandler too. Shout out Chandler. Woo! Love you. Listen to Bossy. Yes. Your relationship is beautiful and you two also show how women don't have to be competitive or tear each other down. Like we can uplift each other. There's so many messages that Brooke and I could hit home that you are putting into the world, but so you'll have to come back. Um, (laughs) But I'm just so thankful that you're doing what you're doing and we could say it a million times, like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. But as women, I just think it's extra important that those confident ones come and talk about the tough days and the tough experiences they've had. So thank you so much for joining us and talking about all of that. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. You are so amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. And like I said, it, it takes one to know one. So I thank you for seeing me. I think I don't, sometimes I feel like I don't put out there all of the work that's going in. Like, it's so hard to convey that. And for you to see that in me, means so much. So thank you for seeing the work that I'm putting in. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. And something I just want to add is what I think is the most beautiful is you're bringing others with you. You preach, there's room for all of us. And that's something that Andrew and I preach too, is there's other podcasts. Yeah. There's other fitness instructors, but no one is you and that is your power. And so to invite others to join you and it's not a competition. There's a room for us all. That's also why we're doing what we're doing. And we see that in you. So thank you for that. Yay. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Okay. Last but not least, we leave our listeners with a piece of gold. Would you like to share your gold with us? I want the person listening, wherever you're at, I want you to take the responsibility of betting on yourself and recognizing that when you do that, good things come of it. And you got to stop expecting everyone else to bet on you before you do that for yourself, bet on yourself and you will surprise yourself with your strength. This is Gold Ivy signing off. Listen to your truth and go chase your gold.